It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We go to London, baby. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Buffalo Bills. The Jaguars got to stay out there for an extra week. I do kind of wonder if that's going to wind up playing to their advantage or not. We'll have to find out. Uh, right now, that line is sitting at Buffalo Bills minus five and a half with an over-under of 48 and a half in this one. The Bills have looked like the superior team. They've gotten off to a great start after the week one debacle. They have moved on. They've been great the last three games. I am going to take the Buffalo Bills to go ahead and cover against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who look like they just have not quite been able to find their fitting on the offensive side of the ball to this point. I know the Buffalo Bills lost to Davis White. We'll talk about that in some of our fantasy football matchups. I'm going to take the Bills to cover in this one. Uh, Josh Allen, the only thing I want to talk about with him is just his rushing yards, Mark. 33 and a half rushing yards for Josh Allen. That's all it is. Yeah, I'm taking you over on that. Over two of the last four, but more importantly, the Jacksonville Jaguars get up the 10th most rushing yards to the quarterback so far this year. And Trevor Lawrence, unfortunately, this goes part of why I have the Bills covering this game. I do still have my top 10 quarterbacks, but 249 passing yards, I think he's going to have to get it done with touchdowns. He's been under three of those last four, and the Bills have allowed the fourth fewest passing yards so far this season. So I'm actually on the under on Trevor Lawrence. All right, I guess some of the bets out of the way or no well we'll, we'll talk about let's talk about james cook and then I'll, I'll circle back to uh travis Etienne. I, i'm kind of tired of having a harp on the fact that i'm always lower than the ecr on james cook and you know what three of the last four weeks i've actually been pretty right about that i have him at rb 16 so i'm an rb2 but i'm not ranking him inside the top 12 the way the ecr is they got him at number 10 Jacksonville has actually not been all that giving to the running backs so far. Ninth fewest rushing yards, in fact, to the running back. That's actually kind of why I have the, while I'm talking about the under on the 52 and a half rushing yard mark when it comes to James Cook this week. Yes, he got a goal line carry, but he still lost all the work that he was putting in on third down and long heading into this matchup. That was all Latavius Murray didn't have any snaps during a two minute drill. So when I'm looking at James cook, I'm still looking at a guy who's operating between the twenties. Maybe that goal line thing starts to shift, but Harris Murray and James cook also had goal line touches. So it wasn't like he got his opportunity over the other guys. It could have just been circumstance as far as that goes. I don't know, Chris, do you see this differently than I do? Am I still too sour on James cook? 
I mean, I think that you're kind of splitting hairs. I think that whether he's 16 or 12, I think you know you're going to have James Hook in your lineup this week. Is um, a guy that you know limited upside without not getting the red zone touchdowns consistently, or but I also think you did see him getting a lot of touches despite this kind of score being out of control last week. They beat Miami by 28, and he still got the majority of the bell, you know, bell cow carries and touches. So I think James Cook is one of the safer guys to have in your lineup. Maybe not the upside that you love, but the guy that's going you know a consistent guy who's been doing week out week out get you points at the running back position. Yeah, I just I'm still in the sell high. People love James Cook. I still think you can get him for something better. Uh, but that, that's just where I'm at. Uh, Travis Etienne, by the way, 62 and a half rushing yards. The Bills have allowed the 12th most rushing yards and a five, most importantly, a 5.9 yards per carry. Two running backs. Travis Etienne, all he needs is 12 carries, and he's going to go ahead and cash the over on 62 and a half rushing yards this week. And he is an RB1, just to throw that in there. Uh, just keep it going here. Stephon Diggs, he, receiving yard prop, 84 and a half receiving yards. He's hit the over on that three of the last four games. I don't see this being any different. And Calvin Ridley, 63 and a half receiving yards. He's been under that three of the last four games, and the Bills are allowing the fifth fewest receiving yards to the wide receivers. I'm cashing on the under on Calvin Ridley. It's been kind of the Christian Kirk show over the past couple of weeks, and his prop is actually less than Calvin Ridley's 54 and a half receiving yards hitting the over on that one. He's been over that two of the last three. And finally, last but certainly not least, Gabe Davis, when it comes to receiving yard prop, 39 and a half yards. He's not getting the volume I want to see. And Adam, I'm going to ask you a question about Gabe Davis in a second, but he is still getting those big plays. He looks healthy, and therefore, it only takes one play with him. I am going to cash a 39.5 over on that one. I think the Bills will get the pass attack going. But So I have my wide receiver 25. I could not put him inside my top 24 because of that volume. Will the Bills ever utilize him more than five targets a game, or is he just stuck at this number regardless of health? Um. <clears throat> I think he could get up there a little bit more. I think one of the kind of mitigating factors here, they really haven't thrown the ball that, that much the last two weeks, uh, like sub 35 attempts. Uh, I, I think in good game scripts, you can see him be targeted. He's definitely trusted by Josh Allen. I just think at uh, the end of the day is, um, you know, they throw 30 balls, you're chalking, you know, good number to digs. Uh, and, and then it kind of gets spread from there. Um, so he's week to week. I don't, I, I feel like a very, very high end flex where you have him. So I, I think that ranking makes sense. You feel comfortable playing him, especially if you've got some upside players around him. Um, but you know, there's going to be some dud weeks and just kind of have to take that. Yeah, but riding the hot streak right now, three touchdowns in three games in a row at the moment. Uh, Chris, help me out with this question. Brad McCoy, should I trade Puka Nakua for Evans? Maybe try to get Brees Hall too. Yeah, I'm thinking if you can get something extra with Evans, you know, it's like a Brees Hall, that would be spectacular to pull off as that trade. I think otherwise you're kind of making a push. Look, Patrick, Nakua's, we're talking about this later in the show, but Nakua's going to have some kind of setback with Cooper Cup being more involved, but he's still going to be involved in this offense. Matthew Stafford looks, looks good. They're still going to need to pass the ball. Mike Evans is banged up right now with the hamstring thing. You're not sure how long that's going to be. He's a little bit older guy. He's had hamstring issues in the past that kind of lingered with him. So for me, if I can get something extra with for Mike Evans, with Mike Evans, I would do that trade. Otherwise, I think it's just a push deal. Let me ask you this. So Puka Nakua or Mike Evans the rest of the season? 
like I said, it depends on how high field Mike Evans is. Um, for me, I mean, if Mike Evans is going to be out for three to four weeks, then I think you have to go with Nakua because you're going to need somebody in your lineup. But if Mike Evans is going to be out for like a week, then I like Mike Evans' touchdown potential. He's like Nakua's involvement in the passing attack. And I know Cooper Cup's going to come back, like I said, but there's still going to be a second receiver to feed that offense. Yeah, no, I tend to agree. We're not gonna, gonna we're not gonna know a lot of information right now because Mike Evans is on by. They're not gonna tell us anything, so it's hard to know exactly where he's gonna be with that hamstring, how severe it is. Uh, I am gonna talk to Brian Scott tomorrow on our injury inquiries episode at nine thirty right here on our YouTube channel. So make sure you tune in for that. He is our doctor on the scene, and hopefully he'll be able to give some idea with Evans of what we're, timetable we're kind of looking at, or at least a rough rough gathering of sorts. But no, I'm with you right now. I'm just holding for Puka Nakua unless you can get a Brees Hall and a Mike Evans, in which case, yes, I am going to go ahead and do that deal. And, of course, we'll talk about Brees Hall and the news surrounding him later on in the show. Uh, Evan Ingram, he's just your he's your ho-hum mid-level tight end one. Like, you're starting him every single week right now and be thankful you have one that you can actually start and not pull your hair out streaming, frankly. Uh, Dalton Kincaid. So getting ranked inside the top 12, I don't understand why he's been the tight end 27 on the year. He's thrown the targets and in, in, in target percentage, which everybody kept telling me how Dalton K was going to get targeted more than Gabe Davis. And I kept saying they were wrong. And so far they have been wrong on that point as much as Gabe Davis hasn't really been getting targeted all that much in his own right. Uh, how about this? His player prop is only 28 and a half receiving yards. So before I even give you whether I'm going under or over on that one, 20 and a half receiving yards coming out of Vegas. And yet people want to rank him inside the top 12 at tight end. Like that right there. That tells you there is a problem, at least in my opinion, but he has been under that mark three of the last four games and Jacksonville though on the flip side has allowed the third most receiving yards to the tight end. I'm going to stick with, he continues to go under doesn't get on back on track on this one. I don't know. Adam, I'm missing something here with Don Kincaid. No, you're not at all. He doesn't have, he has double digit yards on the season. Not like, oh, he hasn't gotten a 100-yard game yet this season. He doesn't have 100 yards on the season. Like, no, I'm not ranking him as a tight end one. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, I, I need to see him a little more involved for that. Oh, here, here this, is, this is an interesting question, actually. Uh, Calvo asks, should he trade Jamar Chase for Kenneth Walker or DeAndre Swift? He's got good receivers. CeeDee Lamb, Monrob, Michael Pittman. His running backs are lacking a little bit. Rashad White and Alexander Madison. Oh, man. I, I would definitely contemplate Kenneth Walker, but I have a hard time trading away Jamar Chase. I have a very hard... I would rather trade away either CeeDee Lamb or Monrod if you can for a Kenneth Walker. Uh, I, I, I'm holding the fort there on Jamar Chase. I know it's been rough. We know he could turn around a heartbeat. I love Cincinnati's schedule down the stretch. I'm actually on the bandwagon of I'm trying everything I can to buy low on Jamar Chase while we still can. I don't know. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not pulling the trigger on this deal. I mean, I think the Jamar Chase, he's put the draft capital as number one guy, as a top guy. Um, we haven't seen that this season yet, but we have seen the involvement. T. Higgins is injured now. So this means it's going to hurt Jamar Chase. The schedule is going to light it up a little bit. And when I look at what you have right there, I love some of the guys that you have, but St. Brown gets banged up. CDs that hasn't been necessarily the, the high ceiling guy you want him to be. You have a guy that all your guys hit that you can blow out people week in, week out with a Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, and Amasi Brown versus I'm hoping Kenneth Walker and DeAndre Swift stay healthy the entire season. Um, I just think the receiver that you have and the weapons you can have going forward, I would just hang keep status quo. 
Calvo, what I would do if I was you, I would go in, I would see if is Zach Charbonnet available, is Kenneth Gainwell available, is there a running back handcuff golden ticket available, and just wait until the season plays out and see if you can bolster your running back core that way. Because like Chris said, those wide receivers, they could carry you to the promised land. So I wouldn't make that move if we were you. Or look uh, at like a Pittman and a Madison and see if you can kind of get a little right. upgrade at running back somewhere. Yeah, I, that, that would be something I would also entertain. Big Trev, Jalen, this is actually a decent question. Jalen Warren or Khalil Herbert, full PPR. Now, I, I would tend to think I had to go Khalil Herbert here a little bit after what we saw last week. I do have him ranked higher than Jalen Warren, but uh, let uh, Adam, you answer this question, and I have a question actually for like a personal matter here. Uh, Khalil Herbert, I think, is a much higher upside uh, player between the two. Uh, Jalen Warren... I mean, you probably feel pretty comfortable you're getting 10 points, but outside of that, I don't really know what you're you're playing for. Uh, if the rest of your lineup's loaded and you're just trying to not put a dud out there, I guess then maybe there's an argument to be made. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like if you get 13-plus carries of Khalil Herbert, you're going to surpass what uh, what Warren has to offer. Yeah, so I just like this is my personal team, actually. I'm going to ask you guys this and see what you think. I, I know what I have ranked higher, but it's still a conundrum. So in one league, it's a standard league. I got Jalen Warren, Tyler Algier, probably going to have to play one of them to replace my Javante Williams for this week. W- which one would you guys do? Now, keep in mind here, I have Bijan Robinson in this league. So on one hand, I could go all in on Atlanta Falcons running attack against Houston or play Jalen Warren, who's got a better floor than Tyler Algier does at the moment. Did you say it was PPR? It's standard. Standard. Yes. I feel I feel like in standard I want else here personally. Chris, what do you think? It's tough. I mean, it depends on what the matchup is. If I'm going for the, the ceiling, I'm going with Algier, hoping he stumbles in for a couple of touchdowns. Um, if I'm looking for a floor, I'd probably pick Warren because it gives me maybe six points. I'm just worried this Pittsburgh offense is, you know, so pathetic right now. I'm not sure what they're gonna give to you. Um, and I think that when you look at Houston, we know the one thing you can do is run against them. Um, and I think there's a good chance that if you know, Atlanta can do that, they're going to do that. So now Algier has been successful as of late, but I think he's had the best chance to get end zone a couple of times. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I was thinking. Thank you guys for clearing it up. Uh, Ventro, let's get to Ventro's question, then we'll cut it to the next game. Would you trade James Cook, James Conner, Devonta Smith, and Tyler Lockett for Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, Chris Godwin, and Zach Moss. Full PPR, 14 team. Now, so, Dan, real quick, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm curious what you guys think. I, as soon as I saw Justin Jefferson, I said yes, so I don't know if that means anything. That's just how I looked at it immediately. Like, yes. So I, I was just going to say that my immediate thought was going to be that, but that's a lot of depth you're giving up, and Zach Moss is about to be rendered useless. I don't think the Colts are going to be able to move on from Jonathan Taylor, quite frankly. You're hoping to God that they do. Um you're, and you're going to be doubling down with Minnesota's pass attack. That's terrible with Jordan Addison, but Chris Godwin, if, if I mean, he's good as long as Mike Evans is out. But if Mike Evans comes back, I don't know how much I love Chris Godwin here. That's a lot of depth. I would still tend to lean yes because I would pretty much do anything I could to get Justin Jefferson on my team in a full man 14-team PPR league. But it's closer than I thought it would be, to be honest with you. I, I, let me get your take on this. Look, an exercise I like to do in situations like that, and trust me, and and – all kinds of leagues uh this has been something i've had to go through right because it's like trading depth to the point where i'm a starting lineup and not much else um but i would i would take a look and just try to pencil out what a starting lineup would look like if you took that trade um yeah and if you feel like you're starting some real bums right because you don't want to be 
relying on Chris Godwin right now. And you definitely don't want to be relying on Zach Moss, uh, you know, when Taylor comes back, which seems it's going to be sooner rather than later. Um, but if those are guys who are flexing in, depending on the matchup and otherwise you feel pretty good, then I'm absolutely smashing the Jefferson side. Otherwise I'm looking at the waiver wire and in a 14 league, 14 team league, um, you know, that can be pretty rough. I think that's the key. The 14 team league, a lot of times your depth is actually what wins out. If you have more depth than the other person. So I, I don't know if I would do that deal actually, more I think about it. Let's head to our next match. 